Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Tim Ray from the Relevant Radio app. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. Did you know that abortion causes breast cancer? It's interesting, countries with the most permissive abortion laws often have the highest breast cancer rates. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which is why I wanted to touch on the link between abortion and breast cancer. I will never, ever forget. I was about 15 when I learned about the connection between breast cancer and abortion. And my jaw dropped. I was at a National Bioethics Conference in Washington, D.C., and a presentation was given by Dr. Angela Franchi, who is a breast cancer surgical oncologist, and she was the co-director of the Steelcase Cancer Center in New Jersey. Now, Dr. Angela Franchi began her presentation that day sharing about her career and how in her career up to that date, she had cut off the breasts of over 10,000 women just in the New Jersey area where she's worked and lived. That day she said this, and I'll never forget it. I wrote it down and I have thought about it frequently. She said, if men were at risk of having their testicles cut off at the same rate women have their breasts cut off, men would never in a million years do anything that poses such risk of having their testicles cut off. It was a jaw-dropping opening statement to hear. And she goes on with tears in her eyes. I will never forget this presentation with tears in her eyes. And this is a woman who, again, was the oncologist and co-director for the Steeple Case Cancer Center in New Jersey. With tears in her eyes, she goes on to share how and why this makes her so upset. She shared that women are not warned as to some of the major and leading causes of breast cancer in society today. Two of what she focused on were abortion and contraception. For today's conversation, we'll focus on abortion. Because I want you to understand the science and data and why when people say that's a lie, that's absolutely not true. Causes that significantly, significantly increase breast cancer and that could be avoidable for women are abortion. It's abortion. Ultimately, it's up to women to determine whether or not they want to risk breast cancer. But the problem is is that women don't know. Women are not being told about the outrageous and strong connection between abortion and breast cancer. Now, Dr. Lamfranchi developed an incredible amount of work and literature on this topic. There's tons of peer-reviewed data internationally on the connection between abortion and breast cancer. We've known these this for decades upon decades, but I want you to be equipped with the factual information about how abortion causes breast cancer because it's actually really, really simple and it makes sense when you hear it. But what's interesting to me is that the pro-abortion movement denies this claim. They reject this claim. And it's interesting because when I've been in front of the abortion clinic, one of the leading topics that, interestingly, when I've trained young people to sidewalk counsel, that they really like to focus in on is that, did you know you as a woman, if you have an abortion, you're at high risk for breast cancer? And 
I'm always so proud of the young people I have the opportunity to work with who are learning how to sidewalk counsel. But it's interesting to me because they choose key talking points that are very factual, science-centered, and show that they care about women and the lives of women. Because don't we, as a society, abort children in the name of progress, career, opportunities, trying to give children supposedly a better life that we think we can't give them. And so therefore, based on circumstances, we choose to kill babies because we think that different circumstances would be better. But wouldn't be the best circumstance also be that you keep your life as well? Abortion is dangerous for many and numerous reasons. But one of the leading reasons breast cancer is so dangerous, or sorry, abortion is so dangerous, is because it causes breast cancer. And this is the little known secret, which is always so upsetting to me during Breast Cancer Awareness Month because Susan B. Coleman and others who are promoting, hey, breast cancer awareness, know about it, support Planned Parenthood and support the pro-abortion movement and often have stances in favor of abortion. But they're supporting the very thing that gives them business. And I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. That's okay. But I think we need to know the facts that the truth is that women are being lied to and they are not engaging in informed consent when it comes to abortion. So let's talk about the data and science. And if you're just joining me, you're listening to Trending with Timory here on Relevant Radio, and we're talking about the staggering connection between abortion and breast cancer. So Dr. Angela Franchi and others have really been incredible mentors over the years in sharing data and information about the scientific side of the medical impact of abortion on women. And I've had the opportunity to collaborate with them and learn from them. And Dr. Franchi explains this so clearly. So basically, breast tissue develops during pregnancy. There's a reason why a woman's chest often increases in size during pregnancy, because the chest is preparing to nurse the baby. The chest is going through the whole body through radical changes. And abortion stops that development that's occurring, basically leaving the body with extremely cancer-vulnerable tissues that were not there in as high quantities prior to the pregnancy. So, Type 1 and 2 lobules are the type of breast tissue that a woman has in her chest. They are extremely cancer-vulnerable. Type 3 and 4 lobules are the breast tissues that are cancer-resistant. Induced abortion of the child stops the lobules from developing where they're at, leaving high levels of type 1 and type 2 cancer-vulnerable lobules. It's actually pretty incredible. A mother gives her child life, and that child, through the development of the child, helps a woman in becoming resistant to cancer to breast cancer specifically, not just breast cancer, actually other forms of cancer as well, which is incredible conversation that we should have on another day, how having children helps in building resilience and protection from cancer in many areas of a woman's body, but in particular in the breast. So abortion usually takes place within the first trimester. And this is when the breast tissue has the highest levels of type one and two cancer vulnerable lobules. And what happens is normally through the progression of the pregnancy, especially at the very end, those transition into th- type 3 and 4 lobules that are cancer-resistant as the tissue, as the chest prepares for nursing. Now, induced abortion of the child stops the lobules from developing where they're at, leaving high levels of type 1 and type 2 cancer-vulnerable cells. 
Now, here's a side note. If you're saying, Tim Ray, I don't believe this. I've heard the pro-abortion movement and tons of people reject this for years. Well, the peer-reviewed data is there. The science is there. You actually don't even have to look at a study having to do with abortion and breast cancer. You can look at simple studies having to do with premature birth even. For example, premature births or abortions prior to 32 weeks more than double the risk of breast cancer for a woman. You can object to this claim of the abortion breast cancer link because the data is clear, even with premature births. If a woman gives birth early, that unfortunately leaves her body more vulnerable to having breast cancer because those are cancer-vulnerable cells. Now that we've established this understanding of the abortion breast cancer link, I think it's important that we see the correlation between breast cancer rates and legalized abortion worldwide. Here's the fact. Breast cancer rates worldwide speak for themselves in showing the link between abortion and breast cancer. But society, specifically women, are not warned. Breast cancer rates are significantly lower, actually, in countries where abortion is illegal. But let's just look at the rise. You can look at the stats. It's staggering to see the rise in hormonal birth control and abortion and the connection with the rise in breast cancer. Not just breast cancer, but other forms of cancer as well. Women are not being warned of the increased risk of breast cancer if they have an abortion. And even just looking at the countries with the highest rates of breast cancer, they actually correlate with some of the more permissive and pro-abortion cultures, such as the Netherlands, France, the United States, Denmark, all areas that are very pro-abortion in their culture, the West, in many respects. Now, it's interesting because doctors are not giving women informed consent. And this is one of those topics that I think that if we were really to push forward greater laws uh, that might be a little more neutral, it could be on the area of informed consent. Women don't know. Now, they can sign papers that have some level of informed consent and move along, just like a woman does receive the insert to her hormonal contraception but doesn't read it. And in there, listed among other things, are actually the risk to actually have breast cancer. It's astounding that we just don't know and aren't informed as women. So I hope that in the midst of Breast Cancer Awareness Month that you will use this information both as beneficial for defending life, but understanding the importance of defending women's lives as well, because women are dying as a result of abortion, but no one points to that as a cause because our medical and political system stands against abortion being listed as a cause of death for women. Now, women are not able to fully consent today. And I think that's one of my major concerns about this abortion breast cancer link is that it gives us the opportunity to have a greater conversation with people who disagree with us on abortion. So I challenge you to make sure your loved ones are aware of this risk because I know that none of us want to see our loved ones battling breast cancer. And all of us would love to know those things that could be risk factors. Also, those things that might help a loved one who's considering an abortion to not just consider their baby, but also to consider their own body and the impact that abortion has among many other negative lifelong consequences. The media and abortion providers aren't informing women. They claim this is a lie. In fact, I've had, I've been completely deleted on YouTube. My full account, thousands upon thousands of episodes of trending. And you want to know the leading cause as to why they banned me on YouTube? For medical misinformation. 
Whenever I talk about breast cancer and its connection to abortion or contraception, boom. And guess what? My my YouTube is completely gone. And that's sad because that means the media does not want women to know the truth. Or people working in the media have been convinced and lied to and indoctrinated that abortion and contraception have no negative impact on women. Ask women who have been on contraception. They know the truth. They might still choose to take it. But countless women who have ditched the pill know the damage that is being done to their body. So I challenge you to use Breast Cancer Awareness Month as an opportunity to maybe talk. This is your real challenge, to talk to someone who's perhaps neutral on the issue of abortion. Says, I personally wouldn't have an abortion, but if someone else wants to, I'm fine. Talk to them about the abortion breast cancer link, also known as the ABC link. Also, talk to them about informed consent. Even people who maybe disagree with you on abortion. I think this is a leading talking point. And the bottom line is we need to talk about how abortion is bad for women. And we don't do that enough. I think is this is the leading argument that we need to use in our culture today. Because what's scary is that the pro-abortion mindset knows that abortion kills a baby. But they think of that as necessary. A necessary evil. So let's continue to champion the lives of innocent babies in the womb. But let's also make sure we're appealing to the fact that women's lives are being damaged psychologically, emotionally, physically by abortion and potentially even lethally through the connection to breast cancer, among other medical health consequences. So I'm including some of the data in the episode notes. If you're saying, hey, someone's going to object, I'm leaving five resources that I could include. I have a whole library of books. I think I have three or four books, peer-reviewed medical data on the abortion breast cancer link as well that I didn't even incorporate into these citations. But I wanted to throw these out there because I often hear from people, even when I was speaking at an event a few weeks ago here in Southern California, someone said, I love everything you say, One of the challenges I find is that people often throw a lot of scientific data and facts at me, and I feel stumped sometimes by that. And I said, well, the bottom line is, is that the research is out there, and we can often debunk the research that disagrees with us. And I don't say that because, oh, I disagree with your research. But if you actually look into the data, you look at the data samples, you look at the questions that were being asked, often incorrect conclusions are being drawn from ambiguous questions. In fact, often a lot of data having to do with maybe a a pro-abortion favor or pro-transgender favor, if you read the data, actually gives a lot of information and might I say even leverage for the pro-life or the pro-male-female movement because of the information that's there in the study that's not being covered. So there's some information and links there for you. Be sure to always check out the episode notes for trending relevantradio.com. Where you can go to the trending page, listen to episodes, and we're also wherever you like to listen to your podcast.